Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to part five of our series of divorce. Now for children, divorce can be very stressful, sad and confusing. And at any age, kids may feel uncertain or even angry at the prospect of their mom and dad splitting up. As a parent, you can make the process and its effects less painful for your children. So how can this be done? Today we are giving you the tools to provide stability in your home and attending to your child's needs with a reassuring positive attitude. I'm your host Mishka Daddies and joining me in studio for this program is a counsellor from the MJC's Department of Social Development. That's Antiruweda Ali. Assalamu alaikum Antiruweda. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Always good to have you in studio. You, you're becoming a pro at this now. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't know about that. We try our best inshallah. I mean inshallah, that is the, the aim anyway of this program. So we'd love to hear from you. You're welcome to either call us on 21 or SMS 47913. Any questions or comments that you have on this particular program, we really do welcome them on that SMS line. So, Antirueda, it's always a, a hectic topic when we discuss divorce because there are so many specific uh, questions mm-hmm. um, relating to a specific situation, mm-hmm. but we try our best to answer them. Inshallah. So, inshallah, let's start off with the first program and, and ask, uh, you know, what do children need from parents who are going through a separation or a divorce? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things obviously that children need, whether the parents are going through a divorce or not, but more so on an emotional level, on a mm-hmm. psychological level, the child needs to know that, you know, that my parent is there, he loves me still despite what is happening. Um, there is still love, there is still caring um, for the, pati- for the uh, 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 parent to be patient with the child, okay. to give the child some kind of reassurance and structure that this is happening between mom and dad, but it's not going to change the love that we have for you. Mm. So uh, the child uh, needs the parent to basically still carry on the way things had been carrying on before the divorce happens or whether the uh, parents are going through trauma of divorce and with their ups and downs, they need to try their level best to keep the child out of the fray of the uh, conflict and of the arguments to the best of their ability. Mm. Basically safeguarding that child's emotional well-being, safeguarding them physically sometimes also, safeguarding them psychologically because the child is the one that suffers in this. It's a choice sometimes that the parent do and that child needs to accept whatever it is that comes from from that they have no choice in this mm-hmm. so they need to be nurtured and cared for and mm-hmm. really protected in this mm-hmm. they do need to feel yeah. safe I think any child would just yes. want to feel safe in whether they're going through the parents going through a divorce or anything that's happening around them that they still need to feel grounded almost in that sense absolutely and our children are so precious to us and we would want to see them at the best at all times mm. and we want to obviously provide them with the best that we can but sometimes things are obviously out of our ambit of what we can do True. and whatever they then then manifest we need to be able to deal with it when mm. it comes to the child acting out the child becoming um moody when they are uh, uh, um older or throwing tantrums when they are smaller because a child normally they they know that they're feeling something but they cannot identify exactly the emotion it is that they're feeling so when they are feeling quite um uh bewildered they're feeling um overwhelmed they're feeling overwhelmed they're feeling depressed or confused they're feeling the anxiety of the parent it rubs off on the child so when the child is feeding all those they have, they don't have a name 
for that emotion, but they know they are not feeling balanced. Mm. So they're going to act out in a way that they know how to uh, maybe get the attention or how to express themselves. So it could be a tantrum. It could be withdrawing into themselves. It could be bedwetting sometimes, you know, all things that they manifest because their equilibrium had now been shaken. Their norm is no longer what it used to be. Mm. So that child is going to act out in some way or other. And parents need to preempt that sometimes, you know, so that they can put structures in place where the child, um, where they are able to, to, to listen to their child, to comfort their child when they need that. Because most times with the divorce, we find that the parents are so engrossed in their own mm. emotion, their hurt, their pain, their anger, and we forget the damage, the collateral damage, which is the child who is quite innocent of this, but that also suffering in the divorce as well. 47913 is the SMS number any questions or comments that you have you're welcome to send them through and we'll definitely be asking Antirweda Ali who is a counselor of the Department of Social Development at the MJC to assist um, in any of those inshallah so um, Antirweda what do you tell your child or even your children for that matter um, after you've now decided that you you are going to be divorcing um, what would be the appropriate thing to tell the child not always easy, though. Not always easy. It is a very difficult question. Um, it's going to depend on the age that the child um, okay. is at that uh, current moment. Mm-hmm. It also, you need to say to, um, to tell the child what is going to be age appropriate for them, what their young minds can assimilate. We shouldn't be giving them too much information. We shouldn't be sharing with them too much, but they need to know the truth. Okay. And the truth, sometimes we need to keep it light and simple so that in the language that they can understand and with an emotion that they can understand and what we would want to say to the child also it is okay if you feel a certain way mm-hmm. and you give them the the, the, the tools or you give them the words are you feeling sad are you feeling hurt what is it that you're feeling tell mommy what it is that you're feeling so when we do tell our children the main um Impetus, I think, should be on the feeling of that child. Okay. How they're feeling, how you're coping. They need to know that things will change, but the love that I feel for you, the love that dad feels for you, that won't change. Mm. That will remain the same. And this should be done by both parties, the mother and the father. Ideally, it should be done okay. by both parties, but we find it mostly, we find that it the mothers who actually are saddled with this because in some cases the dads have already left prior to the actual talaq happening the Mm -hmm. dads have left and there's already um, an an emptiness within that household within that child within that child heart there's already an an emptiness for the loss of this parent who's no longer available to them 24 7. so the loss is there so ideally yes we would want both parents to do it and Obviously, in some cases, and yeah, depend on on the couple and mm. um, the causes of the divorce and how amicable they are, and is the husband still in the same province, in the same country? There's a lot mm. of things, you know, that needs to be taken into consideration when we do that. But ideally, we would want both parents to sit because the reassurance need to come from both parents. 
Well, these are actually uh, things that we do need to face um, at the end of the day because, yeah. like we said in previous programs, if you've decided on a divorce, mm-hmm. there the are consequences yes. um, to that divorce. Mm-hmm. And uh, dealing with the children mm-hmm. and with the, with the emotions that come with it is one of those uh, consequences as well. Let's yes, take an ad break, and when we come back, inshallah, we continue our discussion today. We are discussing children and how stressful it can be for them if the parents are undergoing a divorce. Two minutes after the hour of 12 today, we are discussing uh, children who um, are whose parents are undergoing divorce. I know it is a very stressful and, and a confusing time for them, but we're hoping that during this program we'll be able to assist you with uh, uh, providing a, a, a solid ground for them to grow up still being positive in life and still reassuring them with love, with that comfort that they very much need. And joining me in studio is the counselor for the MJC's Department of social development. That's Auntie Ruweda Ali. And of course, we welcome any of your comments or questions for 7913 or call us on 21 Now, um, Auntie Ruweda, getting right into um, children and how um, and, and the emotions, mm-hmm. what they'll be going through. We said um, angry, sad, mm-hmm. um, possibly blaming themselves also for the divorce. I think that can that happen is, as well. Yes, yes, so how, often. how do you as parents deal with those kind of emotions? Um, first of all, I think it's very important to validate that child's emotion. When the child says, mommy, this is what I'm feeling, or mommy, you are the cause, or whatever it is, or dad, what, what is it that you're doing? When the child acts out mm. and he asks those questions that's sometimes so difficult to answer because we don't always, have, uh, the parent don't always have the correct answers to give that child. Mm, mm. First of all, it's just to listen to that child. Listen to what it is that the child is feeling. Um, Try to not judge the child by what it is that he's saying because, as I said, he, the world that he or she had known thus far, he's seeing his world crumbling. Okay. He's seeing either of the parents leaving. Mm. He's going to be living with one parent at a time, for example. So those are stressful things for that child. So naturally, that child will act out. So when the child do feel maybe unloved or they feel confused or depressed, you need to take it one emotion at the time and try your level best as a parent to to comfort to reassure him of your love to mm. basically let them know you know this is not your fault these are sometimes things that grown-ups or, 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 or parents go through and it's not because you are not to blame it's not your fault we're still going to love you things like that those are phrases that they need to know mm. Because we, no matter how you look at it, there's two people who's going to divorce, but there's a family that's going to be almost suffering, if, if, if you want yeah. to call it that word, you know, in the consequence of that. Mm. So um, children's schoolwork sometimes suffer. Um, some, uh, what is very troubling is that when it's teenagers, they go and look for love or acceptance sometimes in places where they shouldn't be looking for it. Okay. And, 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 and the, the consequence of that is very, very worrisome. And those are all the, the, the after effects or the side effects of a couple separating, a couple divorcing. We're not saying that couples should not divorce because really when the marriage had become so toxic that 
there is no communication there are no kind words there are no love present in that marriage it would most probably be better for that couple to separate in kindness mm. because you're not doing your children any favors by staying in a marriage that had become toxic that only bad words are spoken where there is no benefit in it for the child he or she is not learning anything good from mm. the marriage because we would want to teach our children good values so if we continue swearing at each other um, not saying kind words acting out slamming doors and things like that we're not teaching our children any valuable lessons mm. it would then be better for those parents obviously or the the the, the, the um, husband and wife to divorce but to um, explain to their children why it is you know that we are doing this why it is that we we, we have to do this because we love you and we will be better parents separated mm. than together I think that uh, answers the question where people say, I would rather stay together because of the kids. There are many, many, many people who do that. Mm. Unfortunately, we are exposing our children to so much of negativity. Because even if we want to keep our voices down, the ambiance of the house, the energy that you exude, you Mm. know, it's very, very negative energy that it exudes. And that child. Um, there are symptoms that they look for already, you know, when mom comes in, when dad comes in, oh. let me hear the tone of the voice, let me see the expression. And those are kinds of things that keeps a child sometimes rooted in fear, oh. where the, the, the true potential sometimes cannot be reached because of the atmosphere mm. in the house where they are not allowed to be when dad comes in we can no longer sing and be happy we need to be quiet and just do what we need to do we cannot watch what what we would like to on tv because right. he needs quietness or he wants whatever you know so there's a lot of um we want we would want to see couples good couples together we w- would want to see good parenting uh, together you know mm. but really if there are no other options and divorce is the only option that do exist in the the children needs to be taken into consideration when parents actually do divorce when it comes to children can some of them suffer from behavioral problems and yeah I mean um, you know in the sense of they they acting out at school by bullying uh, yes. other children mm-hmm. uh, teachers or even for that matter go into a depression as young as they are Definitely that can happen. Definitely that can happen because we do find that of the teachers that I do know have come to me and said, you know, you deal with the divorces in your office and we deal with the consequence of it with the children. Mm. So I have heard firsthand from teachers what they go through. And even before the actual divorce happens, the teacher can already pick up. From the, the little ones in grade R, in grade North, grade 1, whatever grade it is that they're in. But mostly I think what I'm saying now focuses on the younger child. Mm, but mm. they can see that child acting out, um, bullying, taking or becoming sullen and quiet and not interacting with other children. So those are all the symptoms that the teachers or anybody out there can see that this child had changed from the day she came into uh, uh, the preschool or the school, wherever she is. And when these things happen, so even before the parents come in and they tell the teacher, I need to tell you this, the teacher already had picked up. Mm. Some signs. Sometimes parents only come in because the teacher need to call them in yeah. because the child is acting out. They're not doing their homework. They are not participating in class because they had become withdrawn. And the, uh, the, that withdrawn um, symptom that there is, it could lead 
to depression, mm. low self-esteem, and other things that children suffer in cases like this. So it's always a good idea then to approach the teacher and say, this is what is happening um, in the home, or uh, for any matter where there's a big change. Uh, you know, mother has to leave for something, father's got to leave for, a, for an extended yes. period. Yes. Go and tell your, the, the teacher what's going on. Definitely you need to do that because the teacher is the child's other mother. Mm. For how many hours are they in school? However, oh, yes, you know, whatever yeah. hours they are, away from the mom she is the other caregiver mm. and a very important role that she plays there comes a point you know when they don't want to hear what mom has to say because teacher said it's like that you <laughs> yes. know so teacher needs to know if there are any changes that the, that's going on a domestic level in the home if there's any changes if there's anything that happens there mm. i'm not saying go and tell your whole life story to the teacher but she needs to know this is the reason why or maybe she could um, expect Mm. A, a, a change of behavior in the child or she can just give him that little bit of extra attention right. that he's going to need for that time because it's a sense of loss maybe that he is experiencing. 47913 is the SMS line or otherwise call us on 021-442-3530 if you have uh, for, for that matter been um, a you're now an adult but you have been um, through a uh, uh, you know during your childhood your, your parents divorced and uh, you've experienced something and you'd want to share some of those thoughts with us. You're welcome to do so. Um, as I mentioned, 021-442-3530 or um, otherwise SMS number 47913. Like we said, we are speaking about children and how they needed, they need basically the stability and structure when the parents are going through divorce. And Antiruweda Ali is in studio joining us today. She's a counsellor of the MJC's Department of Social Development. So how do we provide that stability and that structure, um, Antiruweda? That is not always easy because I don't think there's a parent maybe who thought to herself that this is something that I will have to go through. Mm. This is something where I need to um, educate my children about. This is something that I need to share with my children, the fact that I am no longer married to your father. So um, the, 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 what, what, what the... Um, what the wife or the husband goes through, that is something that they obviously they need to, to deal with it in a way that is going to be the least problematic to the children, where the children can um, are still able to come to mom or come to dad and, 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 and speak to them about their, their, their problems. And it is something that I don't think any parent, as I said, really envisioned themselves having to take this conversation up with their, with their, with their children. And Tirueda, we've got a call online by Dranesa. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum um, I just want to ask a question. I have a 10 year old. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is a divorce case. So, um, but um, things happen to him a few times, right? And he is like, um, he is forever angry. He's an angry little boy. You can't tell him anything. You can't discipline him. And then he's angry. And he's a type that you're going to tell his teacher at school. And the teacher SMS me. And then it's like, I'm the mother and I'm the wrong. You know? So um, my question is just... Um, is that also suffering of depression or? Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, he could be suffering from depression. He could be suffering from that sense of loss 
that he's experienced and his equilibrium, as I said, you know, that had been, it's, it's out of sync, it's out of balance. So he himself sometimes don't even know what exactly it is that he's feeling. So there's a lot of patience that the parents need to have in cases like this. And they need to give that specific child one-on-one attention. If there's more than one child and one child, maybe he just bounces back. He's just taking it in his stride. And then there's the other one who becomes quite depressed and quite withdrawn. Then we need to give special attention to the one who's clearly not coping where they can know you know that they are still loved that you try and keep things maybe as normal as you possibly can Um, question him throw him out give him hugs when he needs it and even if you don't need it if he's done something that you are not happy with try to find the correct words okay I don't know because I have like little one Mm -hmm. mom interrupting I have like a four-year-old twin. Yeah. Oh, and that's hectic, two, yeah. Two uh, weeks ago, one of them scratched him in the face, but they scratched him ugly, and then the teacher messaged me because he, he, I think he burst out at school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so she said, um, Canala, don't need the, um, the little ones hurting. Okay. So I think clearly you know? maybe the eldest one, he needs, um, he needs more than what it is that you are giving it, giving him at the moment. Maybe some professional intervention where you can speak to a counselor at school or a social worker or anybody that can just be of assistance to you so that you also don't feel so overwhelmed by what it is that you're going through. Because I'm yeah, sure because you're trying your level but, best. Um, yeah. We all put a horse with him, I think. We all, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm like, um, sometimes he's like, you just bring the worst up. Oh, shame, man. Yeah, so, shame. you know, but, you know, he's very, you see, you always say, you know what, he's a very loving, she is, he's mm-hmm. always has a smile. Mm-hmm. She, if she scolded him, mm-hmm. as if she'd come back, you'd come back to her as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. The others would be cross, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and... So yeah, so I was also thinking what is the self of having of depression of things and mm-hmm. you you and you mustn't promise him a thing mm-hmm. and you don't But that is also a trust issue there. You know, when we make promises Mm -hmm. as parents, we need to keep those promises. Mm -hmm. You can rather tell your child, mommy can't do it now. We'll see in a month's time or in six months time. But when we make a promise, we need to keep that promise because that is also keeping that child grounded. They need to know that they can trust this person. Mm -hmm. They need to, uh, the mother or the father, Mm -hmm. the parent, they need to know that that they are heard. Because when we make a promise and we don't keep it, what message are we giving our child? We are actually telling them that mom's a person that cannot be trusted. Mm, mm. You know, so, yeah. I, I think it was Auntie Zubeda um, the last time that we had our country member quite, but someone was saying that anger is normally a cover-up for, for other emotions. Yes, 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 um, yes. That there are underlying emotions there that are that people can't necessarily f- confront at the time. They cannot confront it. They cannot identify it. And anger sometimes is such an easy emotion mm. to actually just display. Yes. Because we can hide many other things just behind the facade of our anger. So as I said with children, they sometimes do not know what it is that they're feeling. Mm. They just know that they're not happy. And when a child is not happy, he acts out. How does he act out? He's going to throw things around. He's yeah. going to scratch on the walls. He's going to hit the other children. Mm. Those are the kinds of things that they do mm. because that is the only way that they know how to express. I'm unhappy. I don't want this. 
True. And he, uh, uh, Rueda, another uh, question that's come through. I have the problem that I cannot get my husband to leave. Uh, children are suffering due to our confrontations. His excuse is that he's got nowhere to go. It's his father's house with, uh, with sister and she doesn't want him back. And they don't have a mother. Or he doesn't have a mother, sorry. Okay, so I take it they're living in the father's house mm. and there's a lot of conflict and arguments that's affecting the children. The children, yes. But the husband won't want to leave. Mm. Um, whatever the causes of those arguments and the conflicts are, that obviously is what needs to be addressed. Mm. Okay, because there will be disagreements in any marriage, but the way we deal with those disagreements and the way we deal with the arguments, um, that is what causes either uh, uh, um, the negative impact that it will have on the children or they can actually come through this. It was just a disagreement. So the cause of the disagreement that this husband and wife is feeling, that needs to be addressed. The children being a part of it, that is unfortunately not acceptable right. because our children need to be protected from 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 that mm, mm. and even though they know that mom and dad are not always smiling they don't have to be in the middle of everything exactly and that is part of the duty of a parent to protect that child and not to expose them to undue harm mm. whatever that may be and the parents they are the first protectors of the children mm. you know before the child actually goes out there into school into and whatever other environment they, <laughs> they will enter into so to try and not argue in front of the children do it behind closed doors so that they are not so badly affected by it but that is a, a question that is very difficult to answer. Right. I don't know if it's uh, if it becomes violent. Is it is it verbal or whatever it is? But um, the children should not be a part of that, and they should ideally not be with not be witnessing it. Yeah. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be looking how to effectively co-parent. And now that you've been divorced, we'll be back after this. <music> on Voice of the Cape. Send in those SMSs as soon as you can 47913 because we do finish the program at about 5 to 1 uh, so that we uh, prepare for uh, the word. So um, the, of course today discussing children of divorced parents and how you can provide them with a stable structure for your children inshallah and uh, joining me in studio Antiruweda Ali and uh, she is the counsellor of the MJC's Department of Social Development. So um, Antirueda, moving on to you've now been divorced and um, the talak has um, has gone through, obviously, and the ita period is concluded. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you need to, between your Mm ex-husband and yourself as as the wife, Mm -hmm. you now need to discuss how are you going to raise these children. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy as Mm -hmm. I'm making it out to be, I assume. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's really not, 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 not as easy. I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's as easy as the parents will allow themselves to make it. Okay. Because when the divorce is over, time is a healer. Mm. And however bitter that divorce might have been, after a certain amount of time, I think we can maybe allow ourselves to feel something other than anger. Because the acceptance acceptance of it obviously is there. Mm. So um, we can then be more maybe amicable with each other. And look at what will be in the best interest of that child right so yes visitation will have been sorted out um, maintenance might have been sorted out um, but sometimes we reach a, a, a maybe a, a situation where it's not the father's weekend 
um, but they have a wedding in the family. Mm. So what do you do then? Do we stick rigidly to the rule that we had made with you get the child every second weekend and for so long over the holidays and whatever, and um, no matter what family function you have, you're not getting her or him, the, the children you know, or sometimes if it is the father's weekend, but the mom has something in her family that's going on. So then she needs to say, okay, is it okay? Can we exchange weekends? Right. So they need to be able to speak to each other. Mm-hmm. They have to be an effective communication that is going to benefit the child. Right. When it comes sometimes, do you know, to um, homework or tasks and things like that that need to happen, I have found that fathers come into my office and that's one of the first things that they say, I will still help you with your homework. Okay. And that is a big deal. I will be there for the children. I will still pick them up for school. Mm. And sometimes it's in his way and sometimes he really needs to drive um, out of his way to get pick up his children mm. and take them to school. But that is what I have found. So those are couples that have successfully navigated their way through the divorce, through whatever happens after, and that had come to a, a workable solution for both parties. Yeah. Is it easier for, for a mother to bond with their child than a father to bond with a child? Oh, you know, proverbially we say that the mother, the, the lap of the mother is the first madrasa mm. of the child. She nurtures that child, she breastfeeds that child, she cleans and Yeah, she does whatever it is that she needs to do. Unfortunately, or fortunately, we would say that the husbands and fathers need to go out and work. Mm -hmm. And they need to seek their living. And Mm -hmm. some of them have normal hours. And then other fathers have very strange hours that they work that really impacts on the family life. So, yes, it is easier for mothers to bond with their children because they are there when... If you have the luxury and the comfort to not be a working mother, you can see your children off to school. You can fetch them. You can get them, get them ready for madrasa. You can go over the uh, madrasa lesson, the schoolwork, whatever it is that you need to do because you are the one that is there. Mm. You are the one that they connect with. Mm. Every single minute. And everything that they need. Mommy. Mommy, you know. (laughs) So daddy is there as well. But I find... Oftentimes, we find that the fathers will be there as a disciplinary figure. Okay. A lot of the time, you better finish this. I'm going to tell your daddy if you don't do this. Uh. So, daddy, sometimes there's a bit of fear sometimes that children have for their fathers. or They do not interact as easily with the dad as they do with the mother. Because the dad will might be the disciplinarian. I'm not saying always. It might be. It's a 50-50 chance. We find mothers actually playing that role. Mm. But um, it is, I find, again, in my office, that it is sometimes easier when I hear the two people speak, the the the, the um, husband and wife, it is easier for for children to connect with the mom because she is there for for them. She is the nurturer, and dad is the one that is out. Dad sometimes, as I said, he will be the 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 the, the voice, the warning voice. There, I'm going to tell your dad. So mm. the child is a bit more um, reserved when it comes to the father. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to co-parenting, Dakantiro, um, I was saying now the one weekend with the dad, other mm-hmm. weekend with the mom is. Is that something that um, while you're doing the counseling with the couple, you discuss those things? I would ask the question whether they have spoken about maintenance on the one hand and visitation on the other. Um, We find that uh, every alternate weekend with the father uh, that helps or the the other parent that helps. um, What we also do find, what I find is that... um, 
mothers would tell the fathers, you know, there are no rules. Mm. You come see them when you want. You take them when you want. They are, I am going to be as easy as I possibly can with this because you will remain their father. They will never have another father. Exactly. So um, what we find is that the couple are no longer living together, but as much as they possibly can do, that father will be involved in the children's lives. They go to parent meetings together, maybe? They do, they all do. Of those. Okay. Up, to, up to a point, you know, where the current husband or the current wife says, and then are divorced, where they sometimes feel threatened. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. And that is also a, a big deal that happens there, you know, when we go fetch the children. Either the biological mother don't want the other wife to come with when you pick up the children or she, but they, that is something that the mother and father need to sort out there when either of the two had married somebody else and mm. they moved on with their life. That there is an acceptance of this other person mm. as well because when the children are with the dad, that the dad's wife will be their caregiver for the time that they are there. She will... Mm. Be a part of their life for a short period that they did. Yeah. So there needs to be respect for dad's wife or for mom's husband as well. Wow, lots to consider. And Rueda, one question before we go for the ad break. Uh, what to do if your husband doesn't want your children to go to school? My eldest is seven years old. I'm not able to teach her and her siblings. I left school at grade seven. Mm -hmm. So that was the question. I think education is the right of every child. It's one of a child's really basic human needs is education. So whether that education is a secular education or whether that education is an Islamic education, that child needs to know how to read and write. Mm. That child needs to be able to know what continent it is that they're living in, what province it is uh, 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 that they're living in. Yes, there are things that that, 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 that children need to know. And not the mother can't teach everything. Up to a certain point, the mom can, but it is also important that children interact with their peers. Okay. Because that is part of their psychological and emotional development for them to interface and interact with children of their own ages from different families, mm. you know, with mm. the guidance of the parents, obviously. Mm. But um, I don't know what the dad's um, reason is why he don't want um, his children to go to school. We can find maybe, I don't know, there's homeschooling that mm. they can go to couple of parents that uh, uh, um, get together, get together they, where they can do that but education is a basic need of every child from the SMS 5872 um, uh, the one about the squinma and the, the doctors in Alstai, wow. I think it's not necessarily related to the topic but uh, I think um, having or discussing uh, stepchildren or not stepchildren um, yes, uh, mother-in-laws mother okay. and, and daughter-in-laws is mm -hmm. a, a completely different topic <laughs> which we'll take on at, at another time inshallah get those sms's in 47913 we take a break and we'll continue with the last bit of the program when we come back inshallah
we've got about, uh, let's say, five minutes or so left for the show. And Andirweda Ali joins me in studio. She's the MJC's Department of Social Development, one of the councillors there. And I think it's uh, only apt that we finish off this program, uh, or the series rather, Andirweda, looking at um, we are now grown adults mm-hmm. and we as children have gone through a divorce of our parents. Um, you know, we... and. and I would like to ask the question how if we have not dealt with our emotions and maybe the pain and the disappointment of our parents uh, separating, how does that hurt affect um, our marriages uh, to come or marriage to come hopefully and then also the children of our marriage as well? Um, definitely you you will be affected. If we think a while ago, um, maybe a generation ago, mm. um, counselling wasn't really Mm-mm. the thing to do. Not at all. There was not really places where people could go to. Mm. When a divorce happened, it was something that silently happened. You accept it, you shut up, and you you, you carry on with what it is that you need to do. Right. So children's emotions were not really um, almost looked into. Mm. Um, the, 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 the older people had a saying that children should be seen and not heard. And that is something that unfortunately in some families it's something by which they live sometimes. And it is such a sad statement really to make when we want to make that statement that children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. Because it teaches children to bottle up their emotions. And when those emotions are bottled up, and they are not given the um, opportunity or the yeah to, to 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 speak about what it is that they're feeling. Um, they'll keep it bottled up until it gets to a point where they really really cannot any longer. So it affects them in their adulthood. It will affect. The, the relationships that they will make because right. they will be withdrawn. They will believe that my feelings and my emotions are not important. Mm. So we find husbands maybe who will say, you know, my wife never speaks to me. Everything is just okay. Um, I cannot communicate with her because I do not get any answers back from her. That is because as a child she was actually uh, maybe a uh, uh, um, a result of a, a divorce she's from a divorced parent and mm. she wasn't given the opportunity to speak what she feels and that makes her created the adult that she became where she is withdrawn and she don't know how to express herself mm. it's not that she doesn't want to she doesn't know how, how to. to so with counseling that uh, young woman or man that's been his emotions or her emotion has had been suppressed with counseling they can actually become the person that they were meant to be mm. to be to be open to be exuberant about life to grab life by the wounds and do what you need need to do or say what you're feeling you know so you are not then uh, 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 the little w- girl still cowered in the corner yeah. when the arguments happen. So you are able to give expression to what it is that you're feeling. But um, people, children and adults, they need counselling when they are going through any kind of trauma. Mm. So true. And if when do we eventually seek help when it comes to, um, you know, uh, the, the issues of, of, of divorce? When we have... Um, emotions and symptoms that persist. Mm. So 
normally it is of a transitional nature where um, I will be stuck in my anger, I will be stuck in my destructive behavior for a while and then I'm going to just snap out of it mm. and be my medial self again. But sometimes when we are stuck in the same emotion and in the same kind of funk for a long time yeah. and the parent don't see the child coming out of it and the child maybe is saying, you know, I don't know what this is that I'm feeling. I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Then that child needs help. Well, unfortunately, we've got to end it there. Tomorrow we're looking at the financial implications of divorce. Shukran and Tiruweda for your time. Up and one. the NGC's um, contact number if you want to call them, 0216844600. Shukran to the team. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi.